This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for March 8th, 2010. Today we're talking about the benefits of interval training, and I've got a gadget to help you with that, as well as some input from the mailbag and the forums. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller size. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you very much for tuning in. I hope this podcast finds you living well. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. If you'd like to call in your comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. It's 888-563-3228. You can also email me at Dave at LogicalLoss.com. And, of course, you can leave a comment out at our website, LogicalLoss.com. While I'm talking about it, you can subscribe to the show in iTunes and never miss another episode by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. One of the things I want to talk about today, hey, it's a new month. Have you measured yourself? Have you weighed yourself? Back in January, I was 209 pounds. Today, I was very happy. I stepped on the scale and I am now at 205.8. Now, I like to say 205. Now, I know, shh, don't tell my brain that 205 is really 206 because I like the 205 part of that. Um, my body fat was 30%. It's now down to 27. So slow and steady wins the race. And uh, that was a great way to start my Saturday here. And uh, let's get to the mailbag and then we'll get to interval training. Um, this is from Amy C 82 on the forums out at logicalloss.com. And I was basically saying, does anybody have one of these TRX? I think it's TRX 90 kind of these resistant training bands that was developed by a Navy seal. And she said, what you should do is you need to add this TRX system, uh, to your goal rewards. So when you lose, let's say 15 or whatever pounds you want, you can reward yourself with this system instead of re rewarding yourself with food. Yeah, rewarding yourself with food is bad. I understand. You know, if you're going to have ice cream, you can have ice cream. Just put it in your food budget and don't have, you know, cut out the morning snack and the afternoon snack and do that. Um, that's the problem is people don't track their calories. They just keep eating and, it, you know, you end up going way over your calories. So she said, here is an example of mine, not set in stone but it sort of works. I need to change a few things too. I love that attitude. Do you hear that? It's not set in stone. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if it works. 
I might need to change a few things. Phenomenal attitude. Amy's going to try some stuff and see if it works. Uh, I'll give you an example. I tried, I, I was uh, been putting my food into different things and it was saying, really, you're not getting a whole lot of fat. I'm doing so good at cutting down the fat. I almost don't have enough. So I'm like, well, a good, or, or so what I've read, a good source of, of protein is peanuts as long as they're not salted and not roasted. So I got unroasted, unsalted peanuts. Now I love those. And basically a small handful is a serving. Well, I kept the jar in my car. Bad idea. Because once you had one mouthful, you're like, oh, that's so good. And then you'd have another one and another one. So don't, we've talked about this before, never eat from the container. What I need to do is, is measure out a handful, throw it in a small lunch bag and put it in my lunch. So my point of that is Amy was saying by keeping things flexible here and I may need to change things. There's something I'm like, okay, this may be a, a, an okay idea. There may be even better things in terms of getting fat into your diet. Um, but definitely I've learned don't keep the bottle of peanuts in your car. Amy continues. I heard this on Jillian Michaels or your podcast. I can't remember, but this would be a great motivator just to make sure weight loss, your weight loss goal is like 10 or 15. That way you can get to it sooner. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate every time you lose weight and set your goal at something like three pounds, five pounds. Don't make it, you know, Hey, when I get to my final 50, no, celebrate those little milestones along the way. So here's hers. She says at five pounds, I can look at, at my skinny clothes. Now, I don't know if that means shopping, but not buying, but she's going to look at skinny clothes. 10 pounds, you get a new faucet for the, the guest bathroom. At 15 pounds, you get a massage. That sounds fun. 20 pounds, new faucet for our bathroom. I think it's great that she's going to fix the guest bathroom first. At 25 pounds, you pick out two new outfits from my skinny clothes. All right. 30 pounds, you get a massage. Another one. Phenomenal. 35, the last new faucet for our bathroom. So apparently she has faucet issues, but that's okay. It's, it's motivating her. 40 pounds, you drink at the fish house to celebrate. So this may be the one thing that she's depriving of herself, which is a good thing. I'm assuming here drink at the fish house is probably an alcoholic beverage. Um, alcohol is bad for you. So here she's saying, hey, if I get it this far, I'll actually go out and have a drink. At 45 pounds, you get a massage and a new deck. At 50 pounds, you get a three-day weekend getaway. 55 pounds, you get another massage and a new outfit. At 60 pounds, you get a new bathing suit. Well, you're going to need a new bathing suit, right? At 60 pounds. And at 65 pounds, Bob Harper spin class and visit to California. So obviously, for me, you know, I don't need any faucets. But yeah, you can say, look, when I lose five pounds, I get to do this. When I lose 10 pounds, I get to do this. When I lose 20 pounds, I get to do this. And just put that away. And some of these you may go, well, where am I going to get the money? Well, it's very easy. If you quit eating out all the time, you can put the money away. And, uh, you know, by the time you get your goal, you'll have the money. Speaking of that, I'm going to go on a tangent here. I busted the myth of, hey, we don't have time. That's why we eat out. We went to, did I mention this already in a previous podcast? I'll do this quick. We went to Olive Garden and it took us basically 100 minutes, like an hour and a half and then some to drive to the restaurant, wait in line to get a table, wait in line to get our meal, wait in line to have our order taken, wait to have the money taken and then drive home. It was, you know, an hour and a half and some change. 
And if we had stayed home, yes, we would have had to cook. Better food, by the way. I did mention this. I remember this now because I mentioned how I had the, the dressing on the side. But if, if you think you're saving time by going out to eat, you're not. All you're doing is you're having somebody else wash your dishes. All right. Um, this came from the mailbag. Listener Nikki from California sent me a link to an article where they interviewed nutritionist Cheryl Forberg. And you're like, who? Well, she's from The Biggest Loser. She's actually the author of many of The Biggest Loser books. Uh, current one out now is called Simple Swaps, which I liked much better when it was called Don't Eat This, Eat That. They're just riding that wave, so uh, they're doing that. And it's a, an interesting article. I'll have a link to that out in the show notes at LogicalLoss.com. But here are some of nutritionist Cheryl Forberg's favorite swaps. She says, using avocado instead of mayonnaise is one of her favorite swaps. Now, I'm going to be honest with you here. I have never had an avocado. And before March is over, I'm going to have an avocado just to try it. I'm going to keep an open mind because mayo is, uh, you know, not good for you. I use um, a Miracle Whip Light. Um, maybe now that I've been using Miracle Whip Light, I might try Miracle Whip Fat Free. Uh, another one, a swap here is instead of chips, because we like the crunch, is to use something called, I'm calling it Jicama, J-I-C-A-M-A, as opposed to Joe Mama. This is Jicama. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's one of my favorite ingredients to, to introduce Biggest Loser contestants to because many of them have never tasted it. I've never heard of it. She says once they taste it, they love it. You can cut peeled Jicama into thin chips or thick strips. Serve those Jicama dippers with a helpful healthful dip and there's a recipe uh, out of the website for that he says or you can top them with a smidgen of fresh lime juice and chili powder jicama is also a delectable salad ingredient never heard of it so there's a swap you might want to try um, she also says go greek when it comes to yogurt fat-free greek style yogurt contains the same number of calories as regular fat-free yogurt approximately 100 calories per cup but twice as much protein and half the carbohydrates she also says so many biggest loser people come in and they're drinking their calories. You know, even if it's diet Coke, they drink a ton of it. You're drinking tea. She says, try to cut down on that, but don't cut out on milk. If you are drinking milk, it's good for you, but try to get to fat free. And I talked about this before, how I've gone from drinking whole milk down to 2% down to 1%. And now I drink fat free. I couldn't have gone from whole milk to fat free because I thought it was water but you can do that. Uh, try moving down one notch on that. So Nikki, thank you very much for uh, doing that. But keep in mind, um, you see these biggest loser books and they have Bob and Jilly on the cover. Uh, they're not writing the books. Now Bob has one called, are you ready? And Jillian has of course, winning by losing, making the cut. And her latest is master your metabolism. Those are the books by those two. These are by basically the staff of the biggest loser. They put the, the name biggest loser on the front and they know that there are people like me that will go out and buy it. <laughs> all right next up i want to talk about interval training and i have an article here from here we go um david lemberg who's an author speaker and educator from total-lifetimefitness.com and so interval training is maximum cardiovascular exercise all cardio benefits are ramped up by doing interval training once a week the benefits are huge. Your heart rate slows. 
you use oxygen more efficiently, you get faster quickly, and you feel great from all those endorphins running around in your bloodstream. Now, because we're talking about exercise today, I gotta say, I'm not a doctor, I'm just a dude in my bedroom with my microphone, and I'm trying to lose weight. And I do know this, the books I've talked, I've, I've read um, Fit or Fat by Covert Bailey, um, I know Jillian Michaels is a big fan of intervals, but they all say the same thing. You don't start with interval training. This is something you work up to. So if you're just getting into exercise, start by walking, then move up to brisk walking. You know, once you've get, gotten the habit of exercising, like I've been exercising basically steadily this whole year, January, February. So I started using interval training and man, does it really burn the calories. But here's some things that here's some benefits from uh, this article says you feel amazing for the rest of the day with interval training endorphin production is ramped to the max. Now these naturally occurring opiates are produced in your brain in response to strenuous exercise. Um, interval training due to its short bursts of intense activity really get the endorphins flowing and you feel fantastic. Now your resting pulse drops like a stone. Um, says when I'm done, when I'm doing consistent interval training, my resting pulse is 46 to 48. And basically your resting pulse is a good measure of stroke volume. And if you're like stroke volume, yeah, that's the amount of blood your heart pumps each beat. Now the more blood pumped per beat, the less your heart needs to beat each minute. Does that make sense? You're pumping more blood, your, war your heart is working effectively. So cardiovascular exercise over time increases your stroke volume and interval training is maximum cardiovascular exercise and leads very quickly to increased stroked, stroke volume. Um, and basically you're increasing your heart's efficiency. Now, if you're making your heart work smarter, then obviously you save wear and tear on your heart and your heart's going to last longer because you're doing intense, vigorous exercise. Makes sense? So by doing these, your heart works smarter, it's more efficient, it doesn't have to work as hard because it's not, if the work is hard, it gets to last longer. Um, number four, you get faster, which is why you're doing interval training in the first place. Um, faster usually means funner, and you can find yourself motoring around or motoring along during your regular cardio training. Right, so if you're doing interval training part of the time, and then part of the time you're not, your regular cardio is going to seem like a breeze. You're going to have better endurance, again, because your heart is much more efficient. Swimming, cycling, cross-country skiing, hiking all get much easier. You have a decreased risk of high blood pressure. Cardiovascular exercise has abundant medical benefits, including decreased susceptible to heart disease, lower cholesterol levels. Uh, it can boost your immune system, and you get younger, he says. Yes, really. The benefits of exercise are profound. Uh, you have an impact both physically and uh, in both physical and personal aspects of your life. You sleep better, you wake up more refreshed, your skin glows, your digestion improves, and overall, you're healthy and well. Your attitude throughout the day becomes consistently positive. Uh, you have more ideas, you're more creative, and in general, you're more fun to be around. All that to say, I started doing this and I was amazed and I did 30 minutes on a treadmill and I want to say I burned like 300 and some calories. Um, I had kept my heart rate somewhere between 60 and 80. And then I did a half hour of, of basically 
two minutes of running, one minute resting. So I basically would get my heart rate up to about 80%. And then after two minutes, I would back down to a minute of just basically letting it get down to about 60%. I did this for a half hour and I burned way over 400 calories. It was an insane amount of calories in a half hour. And the thing I used to do this is this neat little gizmo called Gym Boss. Now you can get this at getgymboss.com, getgymboss.com. I'll try to have a video um, out on the website of me showing this. I might do that in the bathroom just so you can see me as well too. I'm trying to figure out where a mirror is. But anyway, what this does, it's basically, you can use it as a stopwatch, but you can basically say, here's my first interval and here's my second interval. So I had it set up for two minutes and then after two minutes it would vibrate and you can also have it beep if you want. I just didn't want to disturb the people at the gym. And then it would run for a minute and vibrate again. So it would let me know. So I didn't have to watch my watch. I didn't have to watch the time on the treadmill, things like that. Because you do that and then you look up and you watch the TV and you're like, wait, was it was it two after 11 when this started or was it four? Wait, no. Well, this thing just vibrates. And it can also vibrate and beep if you want it to. And what's cool is you can have it just keep doing this interval over and over and over and over. You can use it as a manual countdown timer. So if you just want it to remind you that, hey, your, your workout is over. But what I did was I set it up and, and you can do anything you want. You could have it be 30 seconds on, you know, 10 seconds off. You could be 10 minutes on, 10 seconds, whatever you want. I had it two minutes on, one minute off. And you could, you know, you can have it one minute off, 30 seconds on. Again, you get the point. You can set it up however you want. And I had it two minutes on, one minute off. And then that's three minutes. And then I had it 10 times. And I just clipped it on my pants. And once I did my warm up, I hit that, started running, vibrated. I, uh, in my case, I went down to two miles an hour, did a, a slow walk, let my heart rate come down. It would vibrate. I'd hit the button. I'd go up to six miles an hour, and which is basically a slow jog for me. Uh, I would watch my heart rate climb and climb and climb. I, I had a heart rate monitor on to do this. It would get up around 80%, if not a little higher. And uh, about that time, it would vibrate again. I'd hit the two, go down to a bridge. I just kept going up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And that's why I said I was amazed when I got done how many more calories I had burned than if I had just stuck around 60, 70% of my uh, maximum heart rate. So... It's, it's interesting. Like I said, this is not for beginners, but I love this little tool. And on days when I'm not reading or, you know, I'm basically going there and I'm going to, I just want to kind of really, really have a good workout. I'm amazed at, at uh, how interval training um, really does work up a sweat and how this little tool helps you do it. Obviously you don't need the tool if you've got a watch, but I like this because it reminds me and it keeps me on track and things of that nature. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. want to thank you very much for tuning in. Realize it's now March, and a lot of the world has really, really, really forgotten about their New Year's resolutions, but the good news is you haven't quit. You haven't quit, and that's really the only thing that's going to stop you from losing weight is if you quit, if you keep trying. You know, Amy was talking about how she tries this, and I'm going to try this. I talked about how I tried eating peanuts, I failed miserably. Well, I can cross that off the list of things to do. I know that when it comes to eating peanuts, I'm not going to leave the container in the car. 
And if you just keep learning from your mistakes, you're going to end up going in the right direction. When you go in the right direction, I got to tell you, when I woke up this morning and that scale said 205.8, I was like, yeah, because you know what? Back in January, it was 209, 209, 209, 209. And then after that, you know what it said? You're right, 209. And I was like, man, I'm exercising. I'm counting my calories. Why isn't this thing working? And so I was like, okay, well, this, whatever, I'm not getting the results. So I started doing a little weightlifting. And again, did I jump into the deep end of the pool? No, I started doing, you know, two sets of 15. And I, I, I love it because I kind of get that ballpark Frank feeling in my arms. You know, I'm not super sore that I can't move. I'm just tipping my, dipping my toe in the water. And, you know, that seems to, you know, the scale's moving. I don't know what's doing it, but hey, working now so I'm gonna keep doing this and, and plus it stops things from getting boring you know last night instead of walking on the treadmill I got on a stationary bike and I was like oh this isn't gonna do anything I was surprised because uh, I've got uh, homework I got to do so I was reading I was reading the new Kindle by the way I'm reading the spark book I'll be talking about that some great information out of that book if you have a suggestion of a book you'd like me to read let me know and uh, but I was amazed you know, and it, it breaks up the monotony. It's not like, oh, I don't want to go do the same old, same old thing at the same old gym. You know, find something else to do. And if you don't belong to a gym, then, you know, go play ping pong, go outside, ride a bike, walk around the mall. There's all sorts of things you can do. Clean your house. That's what I need to do. It's a way to get up and be active. Now, you're not going to, you know, boost your heart rate up to 70% cleaning, but you'll probably feel better about yourself because your house won't be a mess. If you feel better about yourself, then you feel like you're worth something. And when you feel worth something, then you're worth the work it takes to do the exercise. It's weird how the whole psyche, really the attitude is the first thing that needs to change. And like I said, your attitude has to be one that I'm not going to quit because I can do it. And you can because I am. I am. And the great thing is I got my wife on board now. My whole family now is right now I'm recording this. And when they come back, we're all going to go to the gym. And you say, how do you afford going to a gym very easily? We canceled our cable. And we saved 30 bucks a month. So instead of sitting around, eating popcorn and ice cream, watching TV, we go to the gym. And you know what? We all complained at one point, but we're not complaining now. My wife was ecstatic. She's lost eight pounds, I believe she said now. And you know what? When the Super Bowl came up, we went over to Grandma's house. It works for me might not work for you. Do I miss TV? A little bit. And we might get it in the future, but just just keep trying is the point. Don't quit because you can do this. So thanks for listening. Our website, LogicalLoss.com. We'll see you again real soon. Don't forget, I'd love to have your input. Dave at LogicalLoss.com is my email. Call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Thank you to anyone who ever writes in just to say, hey, Dave, I love the podcast. That seriously, I print those out. I print those out. And uh, on days when I feel bad, I, I go through those. So thank you to anyone who sent me one of those. And um, you can leave a comment out the blog. You can join the forums at LogicalLoss.com. So we'll see you again real soon with another episode. And I will see you thinner. Maybe that would be my new tagline. I'll see you thinner on the next episode, right? Hopefully. Well, no, no, hopefully. You'll see me thinner on the next episode. And I'll see you then on the next episode, right? There you go. We'll see you again real soon. 
Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't kill your life. Thin. I want smaller size. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to exercise. Bye.